Welcome back to the Mackinac on Michigan show brought to you by the Mackinac Center's Frank Beckman Center for Journalism here on WJR. I'm Kelly Cobb. And I'm Jarrett Spora. And uh, we had sort of an apocalyptic picture across the Northeast United States uh, over the past, uh, you know, the, earlier this month. Uh, the Canadian and here in Michigan, we had wildfires. I actually just returned from some of them, which is why my voice sounds less like this. I've been breathing in the ashes from all the dead trees. Well, a lot of that in the media was blamed on climate change, and it, it, it propelled a narrative that we have to do something now. Jason Hayes of the Mackinac Center joins us now to chat through that and see if that's really the truth. Jason, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. So, so Jason, I mean, first off, what is what is the scientific research on weather related related events things like hurricanes or wildfires and that connection to climate change broadly speaking uh that's a, a big question people spend their entire lives studying that question well we'll give you 45 but, seconds so uh <laughs> the, the too long didn't read version is essentially um while warm hot or hot weather can definitely uh, kind of upgrade a fire, make it worse than it uh, would be otherwise. The reality is that the, the majority of the issue that's causing these wildfires is poor forest management. So we have as really well uh, an entire continent, uh, much of the world, I guess you could say, has put in practice forest management plans that sort of build a fence around a lot of natural areas. The idea is that they want to manage them as pristine wilderness areas, as old growth or something like that. The, the big thing is that they want very little in the way of human impact. Okay, add on to that the fact that when a fire does start, we have had for the past 100 plus years a policy of immediately putting that fire out. And so what happens is over time, you get forests growing as they do, and so you get a lot of it's called fuel loading buildup. And so the, the, basically you get a lot of small shrubs, grass, smaller trees, and then the older trees begin to de die and degrade. And so when a fire does start, if they can't put it out right away, it gets very big. And so that's what you've seen happening in Ontario and Quebec, but also all, pretty much annually across uh, a lot of the western states and that sort of thing so getting to be more and more normal okay so that's interesting so obviously if you've got um you know these logging companies that own a lot of forests that so is is the point there that they see less forest forest fires because they have this heavy incentive obviously that's their product that's what they're selling so is mm -hmm. there's is there evidence that these these privately owned forests are, are seeing much fewer forest fires yeah, and some of the best examples of that actually are in First Nations or Native lands. Uh, the, there's uh, good work that's been done by a colleague, uh, Todd Myers, with Washington Policy Center, has uh, worked with Native bands in Washington State to discuss where basically they, they're able to do a different kind of management because it's their land. So they always have used harvesting, spacing and thinning, prescribed fire to get in there and to really deal with that fuel loading. 
at the same time as like Jared just said, you know, they have logging companies, people that are earning a living producing the forest products that we all use. Uh, so literally seen a good example is in the White Mountains in Arizona when they had a big fire come through a few years ago in Arizona, all of the national forests burned like just intense burns that will take decades to get back. But as soon as you cross over the property line into native lands, it was green. And so the fire went through there, but it was very, uh, like it went down in, in intensity. It was very low level burn. And so within you know, a year or two, it was all coming back. So yeah, the privately owned or privately managed lands tend to be doing much better. And then the the other part of the reason on this you're saying is we have these, you know, where we have these big national forests, we have these state forests. And so environmentalists, they fight against this type of management. They want to leave it as totally pristine and that's causing more likelihood for, for forest fires. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, so there's something that I wrote about in a 2018 paper that looked at Michigan's national forests called Conflict to Cooperation. And um, there's been a lot of that uh, where you have almost conflicting federal and state legislation and regulation. So even if forest managers want to do something, the second they try, they often get stopped by litigation. So green groups come out and they just say, we're going to sue you if you try to log anything because we want these forests as pristine, untouched wilderness. And so when you go in and try to manage it, you get shut down by litigation. Uh, so often what happens is as they try to implement uh, plans, the, the litigation stops them and so it's, it's called process, the process predicament where federal and state managers are really stuck by the legal process that governs all of this, you know, how we manage our, our natural areas. And so, yeah, it, it gets shut down and really just stymied. So you can't do the work that you need to do. And then the perverse outcome of that is when a fire hits, the damage is way worse than ever would have been done if they had just gone in and done proper forest management, logging, spacing, thinning, prescribed fire, and all of that beforehand. It would have been much healthier. So we, we've long seen forest fires. They don't seem to be um, increasing or to the extent uh, they're, they're better managed by proper forage management um, rather than, I guess, this international solution of, of trying to uh, affect the, the global climate. Yeah, and, and, and seeing all these fires, fires in Canada and having all the smoke come over to the United States mm -hmm. makes you wonder what they do up there to manage their forests as well. Jason Hayes with the Maginot Center, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. And that's all the time we have tonight. You can check out this show and all our others by heading to frankbeckmancenterforjournalism.com or thegreatvoice.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Mackinac on Michigan show here on WJR. Opinions heard in the preceding program are those of the host and guests and not necessarily those of Cumulus Media or WJR Radio.